Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. I just was meditating on this, you know, what are we building our life on? What are we building or rebuilding our relationship on? Are you in a season of rebuilding, reestablishing a new level of health? Maybe you've come through a season of, you know, getting diagnosed with something or just deciding, okay, I'm done. I'm done with living my life that way and feeling exhausted all the time, waking up tired, not knowing if I have the energy to show up and be present for my family, for my wife, for my kids, for my husband, whatever. Are you in a season of rebuilding your marriage or a potential new relationship? the dynamic you have in relationships in general, have you been cycling through seasons and seasons? And it seems like the same seasons keep showing up over and over again, where you are trying to build a relationship, but you keep building on sand. Sometimes it feels like quicksand. So this is for anyone that is here in a season of rebuilding and you are busting your you-know-what and you have been working hard, and you have been (laughs) putting in the work, it feels like, and at the same time, sometimes we can put in a lot of work, a lot of effort, a lot of striving, a lot of hustling and grinding, only to discover that we have built our house, our business, our relationship, our health, everything we thought we knew on sand. So today, I just wanted to put this out there for something for you guys to consider. It's Sunday, so this is a message, a divine message today that says, you know, storms will come. Storms will come. We just went through a storm. We're still going through a storm. Storms will continue to come. We're at a pivotal time. Storms will continue to come, and they will reveal. They will reveal what we have built on. So right now, wherever you are, if you're going through a storm or you know that you're in the rebuilding process, this is a great time. I believe like it is always a great time to get in decision, to lay a foundation that is solid, solid rock, one that no matter what, when the storms come, when the winds blow, when the situations change, when something comes and knocks you off your feet unexpectedly at the core of who you are, You have built your confidence, your character on something that is sustainable and anchored deep, deep, deep within so that you don't lose your entire identity. Your your life doesn't lose all its meaning when you are shaken and rattled because of what's going on in the environment around you. But you are able to be steadfast, unwavering, grounded, and bring presence to your house, to your situation, to your children, to your business, whatever, in the midst of massive economic storms, relational storms, health storms, right? To, to be that grounded and anchored is rare, is rare. 
So I want to I want to suggest I want to suggest this morning to consider I was reading in the book of Matthew, um, you know, this morning and it's just like, you know, we are called to decide to get in decision and to choose. And it sounds so simple, right, to make decisions. But I cannot tell you the amount of people I've worked with and in my own life, how I've struggled with making decisions and getting in decision getting the in the practice of staying in decision and choosing consciously uh, with intention every day choosing how we're going to show up choosing who we're going to serve choosing the path that we're going to take right choosing what we're creating our foundation on so i'm just going to start there is it time to start to really get in decision and choose to either build our house on sand or choose the solid rock and by the way you are always choosing. Either you're doing it consciously or it's getting done for you. But when we talk about building the house on sand, we are choosing to serve and build our life, our relationships on the foundations of the world. Satan, Lucifer is the prince of the world. Darkness is the prince of the worldly things, of the mind, the flesh, the ego, whatever you want to call it. When we start chasing and building our identity, we start building what we value, our worth, our self-worth, our everything that we view as reality on things that are superficial, superficial, money, status, you know, just all of it. We are building it on sand because those are the worldly principles. Those are the worldly rules. So I love this. I love this saying. I think I said it the other day. I was like, I don't live by the rules of this world. I don't live by the rules of this world, this physical 3D reality of time and space and what people can only see with their eyes and hear with their ears. I live beyond the rules, the rules that are beyond the, this world. I live by the heavenly rules. I am governed by the heavenly realm, not the earthly realm. And this is so key because the amount of people that say to me, Christine, you just don't follow the rules of this world. Like you just seem to have a different set of rules that you live by. Some people have told me I live in this bubble, a miraculous bubble that seems to follow me around. And I'm like, yeah, I am surrounded, always protected by the Holy Spirit, by legions of angels that are supporting me. You know, I walk a different path. I choose to follow different rules and live in a different realm. So even though we're physically on this earth, you know, in this three-dimensional reality, we're like, okay, this is what I can touch and feel and see. I choose to see way beyond that. What is possible in God's eyes? What is possible through God's hearing, you know? And this is what it means to live in the heavenly realm is that you are seeing through the eyes of God. You are hearing through the eyes of God. You are walking through the faith and the courage and and the boldness of the spirit that's alive in you. So you are operating by different rules. You're operating by different standards. You have a different playbook right? So if you guys are here, just drop a hello. Let me know that you're here because this helps share it with the group. And let me know if this resonates with you. I'm putting these teachings in the Warriors of the Heart because this is very specific. But, you know, are you going by the playbook of the world still? Are you using that as your manual? Because I got to be, I'm just going to call it like it is. The rules of this world are Satan's playbook. He wants us chasing money. He wants us chasing superficial relationships, superficial vanity, superficial significance, because that's how he keeps us distracted, exhausted, and disoriented, right? But when we start 
focusing on the beauty that already is, on the love that already is, on the prosperity that already is, on the freedom that already is, we start playing from a different set of rules with a different set of standards, a different set of boundaries, a different level of clarity because we're not seeing just with the physical eyes what other people see. This is why, you know, you got to get used to the fact that if you decide to play in this space, a lot of people will not be able to see what you see. And I used to spend a lot of time trying to beat people over the head. And is, is that, can you guys see what's going on in the world right now? Are you aware of what's going on? Like lies, deception. I mean, the amount of deception that is being revealed every day is crazy. And at the same time, it's not. And yet people are still trying to, you know, they're going into this place of division, trying to convince each other. And can't you see? And can't you see what's happening? And I will tell you this. Those who are ready to see will see. It's not your job. I don't think it's my job to wake people up. My job is to stand firm in the truth, to continue to cultivate discernment, to decide which playbook I live by, operate by, and, and be that light that, and what other people say, how come you don't live by the same rules of this world? How is it that you're able to do this when everyone else is doing that? Then I know they're curious, they're open, and I can share. Where does my freedom come from? Where does my joie de vivre, my energy come from? Where does my ability to keep doing what I desire, which is God's desires that he's planted in my heart, without fear of what the government or this or that is going to do? right? And then there's a desire for them. They're starting to get new eyes, new ears. I mean, I'm on this planet on a mission to help people, yes, reveal a new world to them, to be able to see and experience a new level of love and richness and depth and adventure and life and all of it, but not by beating them over the head with it, by living it and breathing it and embodying it myself so that so that they see another reality through me and they will come because they are curious. And that's my invitation to all of you that are in this group. Can we be more of this heavenly realm here on earth? Can we allow more God to move in us and through us, more of God's joy, more of God's lightness, more of God's spirit, more of God's boldness, more of God's work to be moving in us and through us. And we let that be the net that pulls people in. So today I'm going to leave you with a couple questions. Number one, have you been building your house whoop, whoop, <laughs> on a foundation where all of the meaning and all of the purpose and all of the worth has come from what you've created and how much money's in your bank account and what your status is and your social circles? If you're honest with yourself, or is it founded upon something much deeper the fact that you're here on mission, that you're serving someone greater than you, and that love comes easy to those who come from a place of love. Where are you at? And here's the thing, as you know, you know, here's how you know where you've built your house. Because you can either be okay, relaxed, at ease with slowing down, because you know God is working behind the scenes. There is so much going on beyond what the eyes can see. You have a different relationship with time, with money, with energy, with other people than those who serve the world. What I mean is serve the prince of the world. The people who are still building a foundation that is built on 
worldly principles, they freak out. They're constantly afraid of time, not having enough time, because that's the big lie and deception. You're going to run out of time. You're going to run out of time. We don't trust God's timing. We don't trust order. The, if we're still serving the worldly principles governed by the worldly laws and the principalities of the world, we don't trust timing and order and orchestration divine support. We think if we take our foot off the gas, oh my gosh, it's all going to come crashing down because we have bought the lie that we are the gods and we are the one that has to be the source of all sources, the problem solver, the fixer, the one who has to make shit happen. Instead of knowing, I can rest in the knowing that God is at work right now. Even God rested on the seventh day. And things were still moving in perfect order. Creation was happening, right? Nature has rhythms and flows. And the, if you are that person that cannot be at ease on the rest part, in the rest, because you feel this panic, you are still very much entrenched in that scarcity pull, that deception that you're going to run out of time. You're going to run out of energy. You're going to run out of money. And if you slow down, you're going to lose everything. So you can't take your foot off the gas, right? So I just want you to check in with yourself. And, and also, if you woke up tomorrow, if you woke up tomorrow and the relationship wasn't the way it is or the relationship you thought was amazing all of a sudden was not in your life, you know, your wife left, your kids left, whatever. You go through a hard season with your kids. I mean, I'm going through a hard season right now with my teenage son, okay? And it is not easy. It is not easy. But I'm grounded and at ease in the knowing that God is in control. And I pray for my son and I pray for our, the dynamic of our relationship. I pray for wisdom and discernment. Instead of constantly freaking out, I'm able to still have joy in the process. It's not easy, but I'm able to still have ease in the process. Okay? So that's another way to check in. Right? If this stuff gets stripped from you for a season, kids don't want to talk to you, your relationship falls apart, the business becomes a gong show, financially there's a huge hit, there's a health scare in your family, does all of you crumble? Do you start freaking out and everything goes rigid and tense or do you lean in and lean into the trust? There's so much more I could say about this, but I'll just say, you know, every day we're having an invitation to choose who we serve. Will I obey heavenly laws, principles, and follow heavenly blueprints? Or will I still not trust the heavenly blueprints and only follow what I can see, touch, and feel with my own physical eyes? If that's the case, you are stuck in the matrix, my loves. You are stuck in entrenched enslaved in the ways of the world. And there is a whole other realm. There's a whole other world if you're willing to let go of everything you thought you knew in order to create space for what God has for you. I also want to say that right now we are getting, there's, there's more things that we're called to choose. We're also getting, and, and when you do that, you're called to choose between two paths. So the first path, the two roads in Matthew, though, he says, you know, you can choose the wide gate and the easy road, the wide gate and the easy road, that's where all the masses are going, right? What is easy? What's the easiest way? What's the most like gratifying thing right now for me in the moment? 
This is the people who need the instant gratification. Well, everyone else is doing it. The only way I can do this is if I get that, right? The only way I can travel is if I get this thing in my arm. I'm not saying I'm pro or against anything, but check the reasons why you're doing the things you're doing. Check the reasons why you're choosing what you're choosing. Is it because well, it's the path of least resistance and it's the path that everybody's doing and the gate's easy and open that way? But Jesus calls us to choose the narrow gate, the adventurous path, right? This is the single track versus the big highway. It is the path into the wilderness. It is the path into the unknown. It is the path into the great adventure. It looks scary. When God says, I believe that when Jesus says, it is not the easy road, it is a hard road, because this is the path where we don't know the way. This is a path where we don't know every single step. We can't even plan every single step. It's a joke. We can try, but our plans will keep getting twisted and turned because God has plans for you and he reveals them to us one step at a time. It is rare. I don't know where in the Bible ever God has laid out the exact plan. Even Gideon, you know, when he was up against thousands and thousands of men and God kept saying to him, okay, we're going to keep stripping down your army stripping down, get rid of more men, send more men home. And Gideon was like, God, what are you doing? We are going to get slaughtered alive. It's just like that 10,000 men. And I got 300 and God kept whittling him down to the point that he thought there is no way humanly possible that I can win this battle. There is just no way possible. You know why? That's exactly it. There's no way possible because it's a miracle because when we can no longer figure it out ourselves or know the how or have the all the exact steps, that's when God is able to do the work and step in and go, all right, now I'm going to show you what a supernatural battle win looks like. Now I'm going to show you what supernatural love coming through looks like. I'm going to show you what supernatural grace feels like in this moment. He has got to take us to the place where we can't see that it's humanly possible. It doesn't make sense to everyone else, and it's not going to. This is what I believe that narrow path and the hard road is. It takes incredible adventurous spirit. It takes an adventurous spirit to embrace the great unknown, to get excited about the adventure he's calling us towards, to lean into trust because the wide gate doesn't require trust. The big wide path that everybody's following, it doesn't require trust. You're just following along blind. But the narrow gate, the hard path requires incredible trust. And you know what else it requires? It requires us to cultivate, cultivate incredible discernment and spiritual senses. I want you to visualize, like close your eyes for a minute and you are walking down this path in the wilderness and you've got to be so dialed in, right? Like spiritual sight to be able to see what's coming up, spiritual ears to be able to hear the knowing. It's like I was talking to one of my clients and we were talking about the huntress, right? It's like she's so quiet, she's so still, and she's sort of like walking, slowly sitting, really alert, really alive, tuned in. And I know that this is why we are given the spiritual gifts, the spiritual gifts of wisdom, of discernment, of being able to discern spirits. By the way, that's a spiritual gift to those who choose the narrow path is to be able to see the BS that's going on, the bullshit meter, okay? It's like everything in our spirit starts to recognize the deception 
because there is a gift of discerning of spirits and entities and what's going on. Is this really truth or not? So it's in this narrow path that the spiritual gifts are given, you guys. And, and the funny thing is, everybody wants an extraordinary life, right? Everybody wants, oh, I want to feel what it's like to have this amazing life and these amazing relationships and this supernatural out-of-this-world experiences. But very few people are willing to follow the blueprint, the operating system, the ways that are beyond the ways of this world. Everybody wants an adventure. You know, one of the questions I have on my readiness assessment when I work with people is, how adventurous are you on a scale of 1 to 10? How adventurous are you? Think about that. And the thing is, a lot of people will say, oh, like, I'm like an 8 or a 9. And then the next question is, like, how willing are you to go into the great unknown and experience massive discomfort? And then all of a sudden, that one goes, you down. I'm like, wait a second. How do you define adventure? And the amount of people say, well, I'm really adventurous as long as I know the plan. And, like, I have all my stuff with me. And, you know, I have a, I have a tools and the guides and... And I, I just kind of giggle a little bit, right? Because the adventurous spirit is like kind of minimalist. I take what I need, but I have no clue what's going to come up. I take the bare essentials. I got to pack light because I know if I pack heavy, I'm weighed down. I'm slowed down. I get distracted. I get tired. I pack light. I pack what's essential. And I learn to use the resources that are available of the land, right? I learn to read the land. I learn to read the stars. Like, that's what it really means. I learn to work with nature, time, energy, space, the spirit, right? That's what it means to be in that flow of adventure. So I'm curious what comes up for you. Hopefully you guys are getting this video. I don't know. There's no one on here. Maybe it's because it's Sunday. But I just wanted to share I wanted to share these thoughts from my heart, something that I was leaning into today, something I was praying about, something I was meditating on, and I'm checking myself every day. Where am I choosing? Am I choosing the heavenly realm or am I choosing the worldly realm? Am I choosing the wide gate and the easy path or am I choosing the narrow gate and the path that's hard but is so life-giving? And the part that's hard is that it's, it may be physically hard, but really the hard work is staying focused, keeping my gaze on Jesus, keeping my gaze on what the Holy Spirit is leading me to do instead of all this noise that I'm hearing from everyone else telling me what I should be doing. The hard part is staying at ease and trusting in the moments that it doesn't make sense to anyone else. The hard part is knowing dynamics and relationships have to change and transform in order to come into their full expression. And so in those moments when they're changing and transforming and it seems like there's distance or whatever, I know that God is at work, right? I go where I'm called. Like, those are the things. And by the way, I'm so, like, not perfect. Like, I'm epically failing so much of the time. But I keep kind of just shifting my gaze, and I keep asking God to reveal to me where I'm sidestepping, where I'm not paying attention, where I'm coming off course. And you will know by the fruits, the fruits, right? I'll just, I'll leave, I'll, I'll just jump off and I'll say this, is that, God also says, Jesus says, you will know them by the fruits, right? Their fruits. There's a lot of people striving and chasing. There's a lot of people with a lot of stuff. There's a lot of people that on the outside seem to have it all together. And yet 
They're some of the most miserable people, some of the most lonely people, some of the most fearful people. People stuck in luck, cynical, angry, resentful, harboring anger. And then there's people that are just filled with so much joy. They're filled with so much ease and lightness in their body. You cannot fake that sustainably. You cannot fake energy and life force. You cannot fake deep love and connection. You cannot fake authenticity. You cannot fake the spirit alive in you. you this is a gift to be able to discern those who are putting on a spiritual facade versus the spirit that is oozing, the Holy Spirit that is oozing out of people. You can just, it's a different experience. It's, you can't fake it. You can't fake it. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for being here. Lord, I just pray for everyone in this group this morning. I don't know where you are. I don't know what's going on in your life. But I just pray that you would feel the presence of the Holy Spirit over this conversation, regardless of where you're watching it. I pray blessing over your life. I pray that your eyes would be open to see something you've never seen before, that your heart would be stirred up to discover the desires that God has planted in your heart that maybe you have not ever given credit before. I pray that your ears will start to be tuned in to hear his whisper and that your body will start to feel his nudge, the nudging in your body, the nudging in your soul, that he is calling you, that he is leading you to rise. Thank you, Lord, for every single person in this group. May your presence wash over us and bless us this coming week. Amen. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.